Fight! Ha! Ah. We're gonna let you know what's live and direct. Okay, are we set? Is, uh, it's on, it's on. We just keep flowing. It's on. Don't worry about it. Tell me, how was your week, man? What's been going on? Did you move at last or not? My week. Well, we're going to look at, at, at another place tomorrow. and That, that, that one's going to probably work out. We'll see. So right now you're living in, in uh, Brooklyn, right? Yeah, yeah. So okay. uh, what, about, what, what about uh work-wise? You've been busy this week? Yeah, very busy, man. Busy working from home and all that shit. They turned off my internet on Friday morning. I yelled at a bunch of people on Friday, and then they sent in a mechanic, and I yelled at him too, and then he fixed my shit. And uh, that how you how you been? How's your thing going? Everything good? So yelling still gets shit done, huh? Yelling always gets shit done, huh? Well, if you if you if you know how to yell the right way, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, you can't just you can't just start start yelling like a psycho. You got to make a point too. Right, right, right. For real. Like the like the like the Nero, you know. <laughs> I'll I'll fucking bury you. I'll put an ice pick <laughs> in your eyes. I'll cut your fucking heart out and I'll give it to your family for a dessert. <laughs> Nice. You're listening to Fight Pod Georgia Weekly MMA Podcast with the Cartuelas. I've been working out like a maniac. Yeah, I can tell, man. I got the last. How you got it set up at home? What kind of setup you got at home? I don't have I don't have enough space to set up. I have a couple of things, but I don't have enough space. So what I do is I uh, I do uh, I run on the stairs in the hallway of my building, but like wow. you know up and like down, up and down. Then I go to a roof. I, I I sneak through the roof, and then I got uh, I just do a bunch of shadow boxing, shadow kicking. Uh, oh, you go on top? Yeah, on the, on uh, the roof. Yeah, what what floor are you on? It's only six floors. Nice. So you're doing cardio up and down the stairs, right? Yeah, cardio up and down the stairs. And, and then you uh, go on the roof and you do some like squats. Yeah. Because I haven't. Yeah, because I haven't. I haven't competed in uh, like 15 years or so. I I, I stopped training and, and competing when I was like 19, almost 20, and I started smoking. And then last year I went back to training with Mirab. Because I haven't done shit. Have you been in, back now? Like, yeah, when I stopped training and, and, and competing in 2007, I think, I, I hadn't done anything up until like 2019. So almost 12 years, I hadn't done anything at all. I was just not doing anything. I was just watching fights, yeah, I but know, I, I just... I know how I, that is. But I was, you know, yeah, I, was, I was in the middle of... No, I had different reasons. You know, I was always, you know, 
my friend, you know, people were getting killed. I, I was in the middle of the war, and then my best friend was murdered the year after, and then I was immigrated here, and I had problems here, and they, they, this and that, and all this just bullshit was going around all the time. And then finally, I went back to the gym, and my technique has always been good, man. I have a very crisp technique. Like when you, like if you see me, you got a good a boxing technique, game, yeah. Yeah, good boxing. I have a very good kicking. I just, you know, I can't, I, I don't have any videos of it, but I, I kick even better than I, I punch. Because when I started, uh, I was like a little kid when I started playing soccer. And then I can, I can kick with my left leg. Uh, I, I, I can kick, uh, I kick, I, you know, you know those uh, iron poles, like uh, Bozebi? <laughs> yeah, and I know Bozebi yeah. as well. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So I, I, I kick, you know, I, I have very, you know, well-conditioned shins and shit. Like, you know, I, I used to kick palm trees and just regular trees and, and uh, you know, the, the poles and whatnot. So my kicks are good. I started kickboxing when I was eight. So that shit, when you start something that early, it stays in your muscle memory forever. So I had my first five when I was eight, nine years old. And I would, I would train and I would uh, then they would shut down the gym because it was the 90s and nothing was working permanently. And they would open up another gym somewhere. I would go there. So it was on and off for years. And then I started uh, training in boxing in here, uh, here in the United States. And then I started wrestling and grappling jiu-jitsu here also in the United States because we didn't, we didn't even know what jiu-jitsu was back home. So I came here young. So I was lucky. So I started all that shit very early. But then my life had a very very dramatic twist so i had to i stopped everything i had other problems to you know deal with more serious problems so from not like 19 20 year old 20 years old i hadn't done dick but all those years i was doing everything very young from from like age, age of eight so it stuck with me so last year after i went back to the gym after not doing anything for like 12 years i started training moving around with Marab. And uh, and uh, Longo, I I didn't know Longo at the time. And Longo saw me, and he was like, "Oh, you got, you know, who's this guy?" And this and that. And he was like, "You want, you want me, you want me to give you a fight? I can get you a fight." And so that's how I met Longo. Rob was there, and you know, he started you know, like, "How much you weigh? What do you want to? What, what if you want to fight? What 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 way do you want?" So I'm, what I'm saying is, my point is, my technique is very very good. It's very crisp. It's very old school, basic, but it's very crisp. Everything is full speed, explosive, and Basics the, the key, target. Man. Yeah, and I can improvise a little bit too. I can, because I sparred this guy from Azerbaijan last year in summer. This guy was a pro, but he was a wrestler, like short, stocky wrestler. And I'm short, but I'm not stocky. I'm, I'm lean. I got, yeah, long, yeah. Uh, I, got, I got long legs and long uh, arms for my height. So you, you didn't go, you didn't want to get a, at least an amateur fight first? No, I would like to, but I can't train. I am like I, I, I go to a gym, I go there, I, I, I go, I train, I spar for like a month, and then I'm off for like another month, because, uh, because you know I got ongoing shit going on, man. I got you know, I mean, who everybody we we all have our shit and our baggage and our problems. So who wants to know about my problems? But you know, they are my problems. I got to take care of them. So I can't stay consistent with the training. That's the problem. What about what about going going to uh... Ah, so you, you you can't stay consistent going to the gym, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Because I got so much shit going on, man. I have no help. I never had any help from anybody in my life. I never had any support system. I had to, I had to always do everything myself. I didn't have a fucking sport. I didn't have a fucking sport bag 
when I was going uh, to the gym back in the 90s, I was, you know, remember those uh, plastic bags for 20, 20 cents back home, the uh-huh. black ones? That's why I used to put my shit in because I didn't have a bag. And, uh, yeah, I just, you know, I didn't have nice, shorts. Man. I didn't have fucking nothing. I didn't grow I didn't plus I wasn't, I wasn't, I didn't grow up in, I didn't grow up in Tbilisi either. I grew up on the, in a little town and we literally had nothing. There was no transportation. I, I used to walk like an hour and a half to the gym and then I wouldn't have back in, in, in dark, you know, in, in the, in, in winter. <laughs> so, uh, that was, that was it. So anyways, when I went back to the gym, I saw that I still had a very good technique, better technique than a lot of pros, even though I never had a pro fight. But, uh, but uh, I didn't have any cardio, man, from all the smoking and drinking and all the <laughs> weed and cocaine over the years. I had no fucking cardio left. I gassed out. I was pissing this guy out, this pro fighter. I was fucking him up for like a good minute and a half, two minutes. And then... Uh, well, he didn't so try to take you down? He did, but he couldn't because I'm, uh, I, I, I wrestled too. I wrestled here in, uh, in the state of Washington. And uh, I know how to wrestle too. I'm just, you know, my primary technique is, is kickboxing. It's my first martial art. So he couldn't take me down because I moved. I'm very agile. I'm, you know, I know what I'm, you know, I'm, I, was, I was talented, man. I was really, really talented. I was a top prospect there at the gym, everywhere I went in the gym. And then, uh, but when I guessed in two minutes, that was, that was it. And then he beat me up so bad or with a ground and pound because I didn't have any gas left. Uh, I couldn't lift my arms like a week after that. I was so fucked up. And I was like, I only thing I need to, the only thing I'm missing right now is a cardio. And so I'm just working on my cardio right now so I can get it up so I can make it last for like those two, three rounds. And that's all, that's all I need. Because if I, if I uh, ask Calvin somehow, if you ever meet Calvin, you know, I'll just cousin Calvin. Yeah, yeah, Calvin, yeah. I Calvin see, I, Sterling. I see him yeah. on social media. Dude, ask, I don't know. Ask, ask Calvin how how did it go when when I sparred him in boxing the first time. He couldn't fucking believe that I was not a pro. He he was like, "Let's spar and this and that." And I go, "Yeah." He's like, "Yeah, you know how to, you know, you know what what, what you do, you know what you know what what you doing in the ring." I'm like, "Yeah, a little bit." This and that. We start sparring. Like, ah, oh, you fucking shit me. He goes like, "Ah, oh, this this is you call this a little bit." Like, you know, because, because head movement, this and that. Yeah. Calvin is a good friend of mine, but yeah, he, 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 you can ask him what, yeah. Yeah. I need to get my cardio up and, uh, and run the uh, heels, man. Run the stairs just like you're doing. Man. That's the best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's what I'm doing. I'm running the stairs like a fucking maniac right now. And I'm not getting tired as fast anymore. I'm doing, you know, more pull-ups, more push-ups. I'm, I can shadow box for like half an hour straight now. Wow. My kicks are looking good. My, I'm stretching. Nice, you know, I can actually lift my, I can actually lift my legs high now. I can spin. You know, I don't guess out from like a couple of rounds of shadow boxing, and I'm enjoying it. I got, I got packs again. I got mad fucking eight pack. I, when I was like 17, 18, I had this fucking eight pack. You could cut your fucking hand touching it. I mean, it was, I was in shape. Now and then I, and I became floppy and I got skinny and I lost the muscle, but I'm I'm getting back in shape. I'm I'm getting I'm feeling the power again. That's good, man. So, you gotta follow your passion that you had see. as a kid, man. Never lose what you loved. You know what I mean? That's why no, I, I still play get video in shape. games.
let's start with the let's start with the prelims, man. Um, so what about the first fight of the night? Nathaniel Wood versus John Cast Castaneda. Yeah. So I wanted to touch on that because you know Nathaniel Wood just came off a loss against John Dodson, man. and and uh, he picked up a victory mm. against uh, Castaneda yesterday. Yeah. Yeah, man. And I was watching some of Dodson's uh, earlier fights, man. Have you seen some of his earlier fights? Dotson, yeah, I've seen all of his fights. Yeah, you've seen all his fights. The dude is yeah. so fast, man. It's crazy. It's like he's yeah, a second fast, he's a second ahead of you. I saw all of Dotson's fight. He was very fast and he had he a lot of power. He was super fast. Yeah. Do, you, do, you, do you think he still has that speed? Not quite, right? No, he doesn't have the same speed. In, uh, he's still very fast, uh, but not that, not that, like, he was like the flash, man. A second ahead of you. And he's, uh, but yeah, but uh, he, he's. I don't. I don't. I don't feel like he is all the way in anymore. Like he he fights very f frequently, and I'm not 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 often enough. And he uh, he just uh, yeah, he's not the same fighter that he was. He's older now. When 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 your main uh, Datsun is uh, Datsun is good. You he, he you know you know TJ Dillashaw right? Yeah, yeah, I saw that fight. He he, he knocked that. out TJ. Yeah, it was, it was a long was time a, ago. Yeah. That, I saw. That. I rewatched yeah, that fight. Yeah. He knocked out Dillashaw within like uh, the first round, real fast. Um, uh, he felt he yeah. he got him with a is it a left hand he's got? But he, I don't see him catching Marab with that left hand. Marab can get hit. Mirab gets hit. Listen, it's a fight. That's the point. He, everybody gets hit. Very rarely, unless you Chimai, you will you're gonna get hit. <laughs> the point is, uh, I don't see him. He's gonna get hit, but he's not gonna hit him. I don't see him hitting Mirab with that with that clean you know, one, right? With that clean with that with that, clean, with that clean haymaker that puts puts him out. Plus, first, and that's one. Second, Mirab has Mirab has an iron chin, man. He's yeah. not gonna. He can eat that. those shots. Hell yeah. yeah, and Hell another yeah. thing is Dotson. Dotson fought at flyweight. Dotson fought at 125 at one point for a while, and uh, that's the thing. Like you could, if if Rob wanted to make 125 pounds, he would have to cut off his arm or leg or something <laughs> because there's no way Rob is gonna make 125 unless he starves to death. He's bigger than Dotson. He's naturally bigger and stronger guy. And cardio-wise, too, I mean, you look at Dotson's couple of last fights, he gasses out. Not gasses out, like, completely, but he, he, if he slows down. Against he slows he's going to get finished, man, no doubt. Yeah, he, yeah. If, he, if, you, if you slow down against Marab, no, you're going to get you, finished. Yeah, it's, it's going to be, yeah. I don't think it's ridiculous to say that Marab can choke him out. If he, get, if he gets him down, I think he should, I think he should take his back and just choke him out, man. I don't think it's going to be a submission. I, I see a knockout. He's going to be in his face all early on like he likes to. He's going to exchange Listen. a little bit, and then he's, done, he's going to, he's going to uh, start but wrestling that's him. why Dodson is dangerous, because you got to chase him. And he's in and out. He's in and out. And then when you're chasing him, that's when well, he hooks you, hooks you with that left man. No, dangerous. you don't have to chase him. When you, when you see a guy, when you see a guy chasing someone like Dodson, you know what? Yeah. You know what that means. 
that means that the guy does not know how to cut the corners. He doesn't have a, uh, he doesn't have enough fight IQ sometimes to uh, cut the corners and get closer and uh, close the distance without chasing the guy. All right, maybe not chasing, but when you see this fight, do you not see Merab pursuing him and he's always moving back and moving moving away from Merab? Well, sometimes. Well, moving. that's gonna be yeah, that's gonna be and what what. What Datsun does is he moves back, he moves back, and then he explodes and you know that's, rushes that's forward exactly, with the lunging exactly with I'm the left hand. But yeah. that's not gonna work against Mirab. First of all, they're gonna work on the strategy. They're gonna show him what to do so he doesn't catch him coming in. Yeah, I see and that. Even if he, yeah. Even yeah. if he lunges in like that again, I think I I hope he does that against Mirab because that's gonna open him up for a takedown. Every time he does that, he's going to open him up with the, for a takedown. And Marab, every time he does that, I think Marab is going to get a takedown. Listen, I, see Marab, a, I see a TKO. If Marab finishes this, this is, it's huge. It sets him up real good. Dotson has yeah. never been finished, man. Never. He's no joke, man. No, absolutely he's a, not. He's a, John Dotson fought for UFC flyweight title twice against Mighty Mouse. That's how good that guy is. He, he got dropped him like Mouse. three times, dude. Yeah. No, he's definitely a big one. And uh, oh, if our boy wins absolutely. this one with uh, with a you know a good good solid victory, could shoot him to the to top ten right right away. The only problem that Marab is having right now, the the basic problem that Marab is having right now is uh, he's not able to finish guys. He's dominating them, but he's not, he's not finishing them. Because, and I, know, I think I know one of the reasons why, because he rushes in, like how many times he, he, he jumps on people like a madman when he has to just relax, take his time, t- take a deep breath, and just aim and punch him in the face. He just goes after him like a fucking lunatic. And it's not good in a, in, uh, on a high level. That's what happened to him with uh, Simon. He was kicking his ass for three rounds, and then what happened? Ever since uh, Simone fight, he grew his IQ, man. He don't rush no more, and he fights smart, man. But yes, I agree yeah. with you yeah, that yeah, when yeah, he yeah. when he's on the floor, he should util- utilize um, the ground game yeah. more, so he controls it longer, and maybe does get those finishes with ground and pound, or he should take the back or put in a submission. And I saw, I saw. Did you see the pick? Lately, uh, his last pick, like they were working up. Matt Sarah was down there. Matt Sarah told him on a podcast, "Don't do that front lock, uh, front yeah, front yeah, head yeah. lock." Yeah, I saw and that. And he's, he's Matt Sarah is a is a jujitsu uh, brainiac. So when he tells you something, you Savage. should totally listen. You tune into the Cartwellians on the Fight Pod podcast. Fight Pod, yeah. So, any other prelim fights? Uh, Mike Grundy did well, man. He's yeah. a beast as well. Mike Grundy but, did well, but... Yeah, he's a beast Evloev. as well. But Evloev, man. He, Evloev is good, man. He was those, like the Terminator. Uh, those guys man. from Dagestan. Yeah, he was yeah. like the Terminator. He yeah, kept he coming, good, man. man. And you see some of those uh, reversals in yeah. the wrestling on the floor? Oh, those were nice. Yeah. You know. And then Trinaldo, another knockout, man. Jay Herbert. And then Trinaldo, that guy, man, I thought that guy was I that guy would look so good. He was kicking his ass. He was pissing him off. He was uh he was winning the fight and then Trinaldo just catches him with that left and uh the stoppage was really bad. 
Dan Hardy and uh, Herb Dean got into the to a, to an argument because of that. Because uh, uh, I guess the, the this guy Jay Harbert is a friend of Dan Hardy, the and uh, yeah. he started yelling at at uh, Herb Dean, and then yeah. they got into an argument uh, outside of the cage, and uh, yeah, they went back and forth. But yeah, the finish was nice. I mean, Ronaldo is still a beast. He's got that left hand. Yeah, that yeah, was it was a, it was a good fight. Knockdown. He fell uh, he fell down like like a tree just like cut yeah. down, you know what I mean? But if Herb yeah, would have stopped it straight me, away, somebody might have complained like why did you, you stop it straight yeah. away? You know what Maybe, I mean? Maybe I don't know. But right? the, the dude, the way he the way he fell down, his eyes were gone. By the time I know, he but he had his floor. hands up, man. He had his hands up. He had his head one yeah, over his eyes he, and one hand like right reached out. Yeah, but he, uh, he, dude, he was looking. Ronaldo was coming at him for a ground and pound, and he was not even looking at him. <laughs> That's how you know the guy's out. He didn't maybe even he want to ground and up. pound him. He, he stopped maybe. himself from grounding and pounding him. But when he saw yeah. the referee didn't stop it, he had no choice. Yeah. Right? Well, he, he, he. Maybe he had his hands up, but he, uh, I don't know. Maybe he was reaching for Christ. I don't know. But he was out by the time he felt down and he touched the ground he was out yeah he had a good striking game yeah jay herb jay herbert before the yeah. before that knockout. i think here's what i think i think they fight another nine times i think uh, herbert could win all 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 nine times at least eight times i, I just saw a, a much better technical fighter in him just trinaldo is just a veteran he's got more experience That's and he's right. more and he's got that uh that that that, that grenade of a punch but other than that, I, I liked Herbert in that fight. I was uh, I had money on Ronaldo, and I thought I was losing it. And then uh, Herbert just and made Ronaldo a didn't make weight, so he, he and he looked gassed as well. Oh, so he wasn't in shape. Yeah. He wasn't in shape. Yeah, and he didn't make weight, so he didn't have to suffer right. like the other guy. That's that's. Listen, I think I think when when one guy does not make weight. I think they should not even ask you if you want to fight him or not. They should just cancel the fight and give you uh, the fight money and the other guy just goes home. That's so unprofessional when the guy doesn't make weight. I mean, if you ever made weight, you would understand. Like, it's, it's so hard. You're fucking starving. You can't eat. And the other guy does not make weight. You're fucking fat ass. Too bad. Listen. That's why you take his money. money. That's why you take yeah, but you shouldn't, you shouldn't have to fight him at all. No, that's they your choice. You. No one's going to force yeah, 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 you. They yeah, don't yeah, make weight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's your choice. Yeah, I understand. But what I'm saying is they should not allow you to fight him. They shouldn't, they shouldn't let the guy who doesn't make weight to fight at all, in my opinion. It should be a law that the guy, if the guy does not, does not make weight, he doesn't get to uh, fight. I feel I you. As long as you still get paid. Yeah. As long as you still yeah, get paid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So, so July, let's talk about Dude, as much 200 now this guy's uh, this guy's for real man he's uh he's very good very impressive and uh he's not a one trick pony either it's not like he just wrestles you or he knows he he knows he he does everything he does everything you know people saying uh you hear me yeah 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 i'm listening yeah so people are people are saying uh, i was screaming at my screen yesterday because people were like Oh, he's, he's uh, a Habib. Habib two point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah, was he's, yeah, he's yeah. Habib two point and he's the. He didn't he didn't remind me of Khabib at all. If anything, he remind he resembles for me. He's got a resemblance of Zabit. He's like a more powerful finishing version of Zabit. 
because like Zabit, he wrestles very technical on wrestling on the floor, very technical takedowns, excellent timing, very good striking, very uh, very clean, crisp striking, good kicks too. He the body type, long, lean, tall. He reminded me of Zabit more than he, he takes more than he you did. Down, he wraps you up and he pounds you. Yeah. I mean that is Khabib. Yeah, he, he finishes guys with different submissions and grounded pounds. Khabib rarely finishes. I mean, he started, he finished like his last couple of fights, but Khabib does not have a lot of finishes in the UFC. He just controls them. When, when, when he set that record against Trujillo for most takedowns in the UFC fight, all he did was take, take him down that, that fight. He didn't do anything else. I mean, he, it just, it's, they're very, very different. He just looks like Khabib. He looks like Khabib, and he's got a, you know, He's from the same area, the this and that. I mean, I get it, but he doesn't really fight like Khabib at all, to be honest with you. For me, he, I'm not saying he look he he reminds he like. I'm not saying he he fights just like Zabit. Obviously, he doesn't. But I'm saying that he fights more like Zabit than he does like Khabib. But overall, he's uh, he's uh, very he's very he's, he's an individual. He does not really fight. Like anybody else, he's got his own style and is is a very good and effective style. And uh, man, this guy, if he, I mean, some people are saying we still need to see a little bit more from him. You know, see, we gotta see him against the top guys, this and that. No, man, no. When you when you dominate people like that, come on. We Kamaru Usman is a champion right now. I've never seen Kamaru Usman do this to any level of an opponent. He he Kamaru Usman fought all all you know people from you know different levels. He fought lower level guys, he fought upper level guys, then he became a champ. He was never this impressive. Never. This is fucking George St. Pierre shit. This is George St. Pierre level. When George St. Pierre came into the UFC and he was ripping through the guys and finishing guys standing up and you know submissions and this and that. That's what it reminds me of. He's just going through these guys like fucking hot, hot knives with butter or some Listen, shit. If you're just a strike, like a striker, pure striker, I don't think you have a chance against Chimaev. Yeah, yeah. Well, if you're just a striker, I don't think you have a, a much of a chance in the UFC. Period. Unless you're a special like Anderson Silva or Adesanya. But most of the time, it's mixed martial arts. You gotta be able. Listen, if imagine if George Masvidal had a little bit better wrestling. Imagine what he would do to Usman a couple of weeks ago. He would he would fuck him up so bad. The only problem George Masvidal had against Usman, who was in shape and well trained, was that he did not have, and he he's wrestling. He's not a, he's not his his grappling does not match his striking. If if Masvidal's grappling was at least half as good as his striking is, he would be unstoppable. Usman would never beat him because Usman's striking is mediocre and amateur comparing to his striking. But his grappling is so good and grappling dictates where the fight takes place. Because of that, you'll always have, you'll always struggle against the guys like that. And in order for, for guys like Masvidal to beat guys like Usman is to land a, a, a crazy knee like he did against Askren. That's the only chance. Other than that, he's going to ragdoll, he's going to grab you, take you down. Push you against the fence, take you down, stomp you, take you down, push you, clinch you, and it's gonna go all five rounds unless you quit or he's just gonna squeeze out a decision. That's just the way it goes against wrestlers. 
So, so what do you think about the matchmaking of, with the Chima with this guy? No, with the with the current fights that he had with this with this guy and the one before ten days ago. Well, the match the matchmaking. Here's the thing. Yeah, they they gave him uh, skittles, okay, and he ate him up. That's that's okay. That's understandable. But now he's gonna get some named opponents. But I don't see him having any problems with them at all. I mean, I think whether they gave him Mike Perry for Mike Perry, man. I like Mike, but come on, man. <laughs> He's, he has no chance against this guy. Whether he gave, they give him Damian Maya, I think he knocks Damian Maya out. <laughs> Damian Maya's striking is uh, is not near anywhere this guy's striking. Whether they give him who else is there? They can give him in top ten. Not now. They're not gonna give him top five yet, but top fifteen, top ten, definitely. I just, I don't know. Look at the welterweight, uh, welterweight rankings. I think you should take out all the strikers because that will be bad matchmaking for this guy. I think, I think he should. Here's the here's the thing. Kamaru Usman is clearly the best welterweight. Everybody's saying. Everybody's been saying he's been so good. He, he beat he beat up uh, Woodley so bad nobody expected it. Every, it was so impressive. And then he did what he did to Kobe standing up, and then he beat Masvidal. Here's the thing though, Masvidal uh, Usman is not excellent at grappling or at striking. He's just better than average. He's good at both. He's not excellent. This guy is excellent at, in, on the ground. And he's very, he's maybe not, not, I think he could, may, he could be actually, we just haven't seen enough from, from him yet. But I'm just saying that I'm on the hype train. I believe that this guy is going to be the best welterweight in the world within the year. But yeah, I see this guy winning a belt in, uh, I think, 2021. In 2021, he's going to be a champ. I think so. Unless he somehow becomes Conor McGregor and uh, starts drinking and stops training and turns into a fucking psycho and lunatic, which I don't see how he would because he comes from a different different place altogether mentally. And uh, yeah, so I, I think this guy is going to be another undefeated uh, uh, champion in the UFC from uh, our region. Yeah. Which is good, man. I'm happy because when these things happen in Dagestan, in Chechnya, it it influences places like Armenia, like Georgia, like other places around us. And then our guys, guys who are physically gifted and don't, don't know what to do with those gifts, they can start training and they can do something with their lives instead of just standing around the neighborhoods and, uh, you know, doing nothing and shooting shit all day. So... Uh, it's good. I'm happy to see these things, man. I'm happy. I want. I want. I want the, the, our nations are like we are. We are truly fighting. Uh, fighting culture. We have fighting culture. Even our dances are about fighting and combat. We 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 dance with swords and it's our dancing is combat oriented. Everything everything in our culture is combat oriented. Even our food, the the fucking uh, hachapuris and chuchelas, they're made for combat because. The way they made is they, they you can put them in the in the sack somewhere. It's not gonna leak. It's not gonna mess up your shit. It's not gonna go spoil in two hours. It's gonna last for I'm weeks. Put it in my belly. Yeah, like when you take chuchella to war, they they used to make those chuchellas. They invented chuchellas because the guys would take them 
take it with them to the war when they had to fight for, for several days and Turchelas would not go bad. So everything in our cultures are made for combat, for war. And that's the kind of people we are, the whole Caucasus nations. And uh, it's good to see those, you know, those people, those nations coming up on the scene now. Dagestanis, Chechens, now Armenians are coming on. Now we got five Georgians in there. Let's go. This is good. This is so exciting. For real, man. Let's go to the next fight. Cowboy Oliveira versus Peter Sampona. Do you remember that one? Yeah, I saw that one. Very, I remember it very well. Uh, I mean, what can I say? It was... Uh, it was a, it was a, it was a, it was a, it was a good UFC scrap. It was, uh, you know, it was a typical cowboy fight. He moves around. He's a very fun guy to watch. Even when he's walking out, he's dancing and this and that. So it was good. You know, he came in with a lot of energy as usual. A lot of having fun there, being positive while fighting, which is, I don't know how he can do that, but he, the guy stays positive while he fights. And, uh, I think they stood. Yeah, they he, stood up. They stood up all the way, right? Yes, they stood the whole they fight. They stood up Here's all the, the way. Peter Sabora is the, the Jamaican Jamaican guy training in Germany, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. European. Uh, Here's the problem with fights like this: when uh, uh, when you got guys like this, they're good elite level fighters, right? For, for with today's standards, they're elites. I mean, the, the, the word elite is going to have a different uh, standard as we grow older and the time passes because those guys are getting better, the newcomers. But uh, like 10 years ago, you would not have seen a newcomer uh, like Chimaev in the UFC unless it was GSP because GSP was special. So that's why I'm saying Chimaev is special. But now you see a lot of guys like that, newcomers, and they're very special. They're really, already really good at everything. Now, when you see two guys fight like this, like Oliveira and Sabota, they're not excellent strikers, but they can also their their grappling is not good enough to take each other down either. So they they get they get stuck, and they're forced to strike with each other. But that striking is not world class, but it's not bad. It, it's watchable, it's enjoyable, but it's not like you know you you kind of watching the striking match, but it's that striking is not where it's where it, where it should be or could be when you're watching the UFC fight. You know what I mean? So it's like, it's a good fight. It's an okay fight. We see some blood, you know, the guys are going forward, but the techniques are not, you know, necessarily 100% crisp and world-class. You know, a regular Muay Thai guy will look at him and say, you know, okay, he's not, he's not doing this right. He's not throwing that kick right. The mechanics are off there. But overall, they're tough guys and they're fun to watch. It was very fun to watch. For real, I remember rooting for Oliveira, man. Yeah, yeah, no, good guy, man. I, 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 for real, he got ten kids. He's a good man. guy. <laughs> he got ten kids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's Brazilian. What do you want? What do you expect? Paul Craig, man, that guy. I called it. I swear to God, I called it. I, I told, uh, I told uh, my friend uh, that I was watching the fights with. I told him this is gonna be a quick submission. It's gonna be a quick submission because I, I had this feeling that uh, Antigula was gonna charge him. And take him down, and I know Paul Craig has really good triangles. He's, this is not his first triangle. This no, is, like, yeah, I think, his second real. or third triangle in the UFC. But listen, when he, he was getting he, pounded, he sets him up. When he was getting pounded, I thought he was gonna he was gonna let go because uh, when he had it, when he almost had his 
had his leg, had his arm. Yeah. He was getting pounded from top by anti Gulov man. Those connected yeah. hard, man. And and he yeah, just yeah, carried yeah. on, man. Yeah. Well, I don't think they. I yeah, but I I kind of. He had and, him deep. He had him real deep already. So, he would have to like literally stop fighting, to let go of that submission because they they were very dry. And when you're this early in the submission, in this early in the fight, and uh, you're you're so dry. Uh, I mean, unless you want to release him, you you. I mean, there's no way. I mean. Yeah, I, I, I didn't see if him releasing that submission. If you take a hit submission. to the face from top to the bottom so hard, like, the here's fist the was thing. coming down. I thought he might have, like, you know, like, blacked out a little bit and here's, come back in. But no, he's tough. He he, I'll tell you the difference. I'll tell you the difference. If, if he had punched him with that punch while he, like, if his head and both shoulders were out and free and he came down on him with that punch, that was a good chance he could have knocked him out with that punch but when when he when you got one shoulder and your neck and your head trapped in a triangle and you're trying to punch him with another hand it does not have as much leverage i mean when the punch connects it's still gonna have an impact and your your uh, head is still gonna snap back because you're still punching the man in the face from uh, you know north to south uh, uh direction but yeah but but it's not as bad as it looks still. So because of, because he was trapped, his his neck and shoulder was trapped. He could not generate as much power. So that's why he not he did not do as much damage as he would have had he been you know free from that submission. So Roman versus Paul Craig would be a fucking nice fight, man. Dude, that would be a beard competition, huh? Yeah, for real. But yeah. also, I mean. Also the styles, man, because he likes yeah. grappling. You know, yeah. they both grappling, and it would be it would be a good win for Roman, I think. Yeah, I think so too. Think I just Roman don't see. I just don't. I just. I just don't see. Uh, I don't want to say it like this, but I don't see a Scottish guy submitting one of our guys. It's possible for Roman to get Paul Craig. If he gets Paul Craig and he beats him and submits him or knocks him out, I think Roman could end up being uh, being ranked from that fight. That 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 Carla Esparza fight. It was a typical Carla Esparza fight. She uh, it feels like she's always very nervous when she fights. She's her striking has gotten better, but I I remember when I saw her fight. I cannot when I when I watch Carla. No disrespect to Carla, but Carla, as far as I respect her, of course, as any other fighter because of because the fact that they're pro fighters. But I when I look at her record, sometimes I cannot believe that she had beaten Rose Namajunas. Can you imagine she beat Rose Namajunas? I think if today she fought Rose today. I think Rose would just annihilate her. She would just fucking destroy her right now. And she beat her once upon a time. That's unbelievable to me. Well, she was the champ, right? Yeah, they, they fought for a vacant belt first ever and a woman's throwaway. And Rose was very young at the time and very unexperienced. She had, she had only like four fights or something. And uh, she just took her down. I remember that fight. She took her down and smothered her with her wrestling. 
and she just she keeps doing the same stuff. She she's got she has she has good wrestling and it works against some people, and then it's, uh, against some people it doesn't work, and then uh, she's forced sometimes to stand up and strike, and then she she ends up losing those fights. But she's a hard worker. Able, man. You can tell, she, right? She is. She's a hard worker. But she she just did, she does. Uh, she 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 gets lucky and uh, you know lucky. I mean I don't mean lucky, but like lucky in the terms of she can take somebody down. That means she's probably gonna end up winning a you know uh, decision. But if she, if she can't take it down, then her striking is not where it should be, man. I think Marina has potential, man. She's just getting started. Yeah, yeah. I think. Uh, yeah, yeah. I agree because. Uh, she was landing uh, elbows and punches from the bottom. She she's she's a fighter. She she had fighting. She, she definitely has a lot of fight in her. And uh, yeah, and she's in the early stages of her development. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So that's like you said. Like a, you can't believe she beat Rose when Rose was I in early not. stages of development too, right? And now Marina yeah. is like early stages of development. In a couple of years' time, she could be at the at the top end of yeah. The, you just you just kind of made a point to me that she kind of catches those girls at the early stage and beats uh-huh. them, but then they become better. Here's the thing: right now, uh, right now, uh, Rose, uh, Whaley, and Joanna, the, those are three monsters. And also, you could add Jessica Andrade there just because she's a fucking tank. Not she had a good really last is. fight, man, against Rose. Yeah. she has, I mean, she was coming right. back, man. Yeah. if that fight would have carried on, she would have won. In my opinion. Yeah. So these four girls, I don't think it's going to be tougher for Joanna to be a champion again now because even if she becomes a champion, she's going to take a lot more damage from those fights because those girls are really good. That's, a, that's, a, that's an even, even kill right now. Those, two, those three, four girls, they're going to be swarming around each other like hungry sharks for a while and the, the, they're going to get a lot of damage. They're going to give a lot of damage to each other within the next year or two. And I don't think Joanna wants that anymore because she, she was a world champion kickboxer. She was a world champion MMA fighter. She fought all the best people. She beat most of them. So and it's going to be Weili Zhang for a long time because even though Rose got the skill, Weili Zhang has the yeah. toughness with the skill power. that Rose is lacking. Yeah. Power. She's really. got that power, man. She's got that fucking power. She punches like a dude. <laughs> and her technique... Technique is good too. I mean, but Rose is so talented. Her submissions are amazing, and her uh, her jab is so good, man. Rose's Rose probably has the best jab, probably next to Joanna in that. Not only in that, probably yeah, in that weight class, because I mean, uh, Valentina has very good striking, and Amanda Nunes has uh, very good striking. But in that weight class, Rose has really really I good think- jab. I think Andrade looked better in the second, much better in the second fight against Rose yeah. than in the first fight. Yeah. Yeah, so I know did, yeah. she's been working. She's been yeah, working. she has. Yeah. So I know she has the ability to progress. So, and, yeah. And that means she can so be this- a contender. So this fucking fight, man, Verdun versus Gustafsson, I can't, I can't fucking... I was so excited for this fight and Gustafsson and going it's up so the quick, man. No, no, no. That's not that. When he weighed in at 240 pounds, 
But what I'm saying is when I saw Gustafsson at the weigh-ins, I got turned off right away because he, he was not – he I thought he was going to be lighter, like 225, 230 maybe. He, he came in so heavy, man. He came in like 240. He overdid it. I think, I think. I think he got. Yeah, he. I think he did the same mistake as. Remember when Rockhold moved out to the light heavyweight and he had just those huge muscles and he couldn't move anymore. I mean, Rockhold was so fast at middleweight and then he moves up and he he's fucking slow as a motherfucker. That's what happened to uh, Gustafsson here. He gained all this weight and uh, now what? He couldn't move. He couldn't get out. Of the, I mean, when he was when he when, when Fabricio when Fabricio had his back. And he, he, he was holding his waist and uh, Gustafsson started getting up and then he rolled. He rolled back to the back to his left. I was like, why the fuck are you rolling? You could you could have just you could have just uh, gotten kept closer to the, the cage and right, kept going forward and then break break the posture and then you know but he just got I think he just I don't know, he I don't think he wants to fight anymore. I think he's just fighting for the money. It just that that's just an impression I have right now. Because first of all, you he, he, I know it's heavyweight. You can weigh whatever the fuck you want as long as you're not over two sixty five. Okay, fine. But come on, it's two forty for a guy like him. It's too much. Imagine if John Jones moves up to heavyweight and uh, weighs in at two forty. He's gonna look like shit, bro. He's gonna he's not gonna do well because these guys. When you're moving up, you shouldn't be trying to oversize the guy because that those are bigger guys already. You're moving up. Those guys cannot make lightweight, light heavyweight. You're a smaller guy. You're moving up. That means you have a advantage of speed, and you should use that because move, you know you're getting a little bit of weight, and you still have that better speed than the other guy. And you you, but also you have a little bit more power now, a little bit more pop. But instead of that, those guys gain so much weight and so much muscle, and they can't fucking move anymore. Maybe that's it's what like happens. A, maybe it's like a security thing. Like when you're moving up to heavyweight, you mentally thinking like, ah, oh, you need to put on weight, and then you just put on a bit too much. I don't know, man. He did. He did look mental like, thing. He didn't really gain any muscle either. He, I mean, usually he's got some. You know, he's not very like he's not Mr. Olympia at light heavyweight either. He's not the most muscular guy, but he at heavyweight he just looked awful, man. He looked so bad. He had no waist. He, I don't know. He just um, looked soft. I don't listen, know. yes, maybe but, the case. I mean, but the when, fight went to when, the ground, man, and that's right it. away. And when when yeah. Doom catches you in the first round on the ground and you're dry, <laughs> that guy's like a fucking. But after watching oh. Verdum's last fight against Alexi, I did not expect yeah. him to come out this good, Verdum, man. He had that that long layoff. He came back. Maybe he he didn't. Didn't get enough training to get back in shape. What, you know, what do you this, think this, he goes from here? Do you think he gets a, a top dude now, next fight? I think he leaves the UFC now and just oh, starts fighting somewhere in Japan. Yeah, yeah. We're doomed. Yeah, I don't think he's... After this yeah, we're not going to see him in the... We're not going to see him in the UFC again. That's, that was his last fight oh, on the contract. I don't think he's coming yeah. back. But this fight, man, the Hua versus Noguera... Yeah, it's a banger. I, mean, I, yeah, I enjoyed it, but I mean, come on, guys, just three times. Like, this. why are you doing this to yourself, right? That's <laughs> yeah. and the same yeah. story. Listen, it's the same story every fight, man. Is it not? Yeah, it's. I mean, it's the same story with where every time Pua fights, it's the same story. This guy's a fucking maniac. 
<laughs> I've never seen a boring fight with this guy, man. I mean, Noguera, yeah, I get it. His brother is a legend. Him, not so much. I don't think he's a legend. I think he's just a legend because of his last name, because of his brother. He's not really that, that you know. He's a good fighter, of course, but, you know, if it wasn't for his brother, I don't think he would have been, been this uh, big of a name. But Hua is, I mean, Shogun is just an absolute, he's an absolute legend. And every time he fights, 99% of the time, if he doesn't, if he's not fighting John Jones, who's just levels above everybody and just more talented than anybody you've ever seen. But Hua was the 21 or 22 years old when he won the Pride Championship. And then he came to UFC and he won the UFC belt as well. And then he had that, and then he had that fight with Dan Henderson. Jesus Christ, you can get a heart attack watching that fight. They, they both came out with uh, white trunks. At the end of the fight, both of their trunks were pink and red. Shit. There was so much blood in that fight, man. They couldn't finish each other. They just kept bashing each other. I'm not a... Yeah. Yeah, that was a good blood fight, man. man. And this one, I knew... Yeah, this was a good fight. And I, I will watch Mauricio Hua fight anytime, every time he fights. But I just don't sometimes I just I, I feel I feel like selfish when I see guys like Hua fight sometimes because I'm enjoying the shit out of it because the his style, the way he fights. But then I'm like, well, why is he fighting? And should I be enjoying is this morally right? Shouldn't he just get his farewell and just fucking retire already? And so I'm like torn on it. One line, I'm enjoying it. This legend getting this all this abuse, and I'm I'm a psycho fan, and I I'm watching it, I'm enjoying it, and then the, on the other hand, I'm, I'm I feel I feel a little con, you know self conscious about it. But it was a great fight, and I respect Shogun very. You know, I've always had I've always had so much respect for him. It's just I it was it's something something about his fighting style, man. He always just doesn't give a fuck. He just fights. But the fucking main event, dude, I'm telling you, I was watching this fight, the main event I was watching, it was me, my wife, and uh, uh, our friends, our couple. Uh, and uh, Georgians? They were like, what's... Not no, uh, Ru Ru Russians. Okay. And, uh, and uh, they were like, and I was trying to explain to them, like, this is what's going on. This is why, and they were like, and they're like well, look at it as a chess match. Like, this is this what's going on here. It's a chess match. Like, they're playing chess right now. And then, Post-fight, they were starting watching post-fight interview and uh, Rob comes out and he goes, ah, this was like a chess match. And then Till comes out <laughs> and goes, yeah, this was like a chess match. And I'm looking at them and they're looking at me like, I'm like, yeah, see, I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> but yeah, it was a chess match. And uh, this fight reminded me a, a little bit, you know which fight? I, this reminded me of, uh, remember Tyron Woodley fought uh, 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 Wonderboy Thompson Wonder Boy, second yeah. time. The second time. And people yeah. were complaining it was so boring. Dude, I don't remember that fight being boring. I don't recall it like that because it was so stressful at the time when I was watching. I was anticipating something to happen for the whole 25 yeah, yeah, minutes. Yeah. I can watch you that always fight think there's time. something going to happen, right? Yeah. So this guys. was like – but this one was more action-packed, of course, but that's what it reminded me of. And uh, yeah, I think – I don't know who won it, though. I mean, I don't know. It could – I don't know. You don't you know who won it? I, I think it was Robert, man. No doubt. Yeah, you could say that. You could say also that Till won it. Who knows? You know? No, if, if Till way. won that, I would say that was a bad decision. No. And probably a robbery. Yeah, prob probably, he probably <laughs> edged. 
probably edge them out a little bit. Not too much. I see those guys fighting again. And uh, here's the good thing about this fight, coming out of this fight. The good uh, takeaway is that Tail is a serious, serious uh, force at middleweight. And uh, what I was happy to see is I've seen Tail spar heavyweights in training when he's like not cutting weight. He's just full bodied up and he's fighting heavyweights and he takes huge shots from these guys and he just, he just eats them away. And then when he fought at Walter Wade, he, he couldn't take a out. punch. He, he kept getting knocked out and dropped because he was cutting so much weight. So I, I'm happy to see him healthy. He was eating Robert's uh, shots and Robert can crack. I mean, they don't call him Bobby Knuckles for nothing. So No, but it's not the Knuckles. He was playing. He was doing MMA, man. And Darren, he yeah, just yeah, but I'm just Yeah, but I'm just... Well, the point is that Robert was connecting on his jaw and he was taking the punches. Uh, for real, he didn't like, have that issue of the... Yeah. Yeah, of the chin. Yeah, so he, he's at the correct weight class and he can stand with anybody there and he can fight he can compete with anybody in this weight class I think I think I think he brings a lot of excitement to middleweights and uh, I was uh, I was happy to see all that but other than that fight was amazing I think it was very technical I always enjoy fights like this see this is this is the thing where we're talking about Oliveira against the other guy uh, uh, Sobota there were also you know there was a striking battle too right but you compare this striking battle to to what Whitaker and Till did, or let's say what uh, Max Holloway and uh, Volkanovski did. Yeah, yeah but it just... wasn't just a striking battle, and that's why I think Robert won because he controlled him, he took him down. He... So yeah, though, so if you yeah you add out you add those uh, take takedowns out, but mostly it was striking. But yeah, Robert did what everybody thought he should have done or should do to win the fight. He did exactly that. He was smart. So he knew that he would have to, yeah. he would have to do some, yeah, he, he knew that, you know, if I, if I, I'm going to stand with him, it's going to be back and forth. If I'm not winning the decisively, the standout battle, I'm just going to take it to the ground a couple of times. And he did that. And, you know, he got the victory. It was smart. Very. So what do you think about his stance? With his stance? I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> But, but is it, it works for kind him. Of, yeah, it does work for him. But yeah, it is yeah, like this it is, is. Yeah, that that bouncing bouncing stance, and then he lunges forward. I don't like it. Well, it's kind of like a taekwondo stance, no? Yeah, but not really though. Ta uh, yeah, but he's not. He always. Here's the thing. Well, when you, if you're talking about taekwondo stance, taekwondo, they uh, uh, they 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 start with stance. the kick. Yeah. Taekwondo is a little different. I think uh, what yeah. you mean is uh, the Shot Shotokan guys fight like that, I think. He fucked up his knee. He fucked up Till's knee. He needs a surgery. For when real? He, yeah, he blew his knee out. Oh, he shit. just completely <laughs> shattered it. Oh, Bro, I, uh, I wish he had done that against Adesanya. I like Adesanya as a fighter. I think he's just he's amazing. He's a fucking genius. But I cannot stand his personality, man. I can't fucking... I can't... I just can't. The guy just... Uh, when he talks, like he gives me cringes. I don't know. He's a nightmare to fucking face in a striking place. He's, he's like a fucking resina, bro. He's like a resina, bro. Yeah. Try to hit that yeah. guy. Yeah. He's like the Matrix, yeah. man. Yeah. But, 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 uh, but I see. What, I, what about uh, Costa? Ah, oh, that will be good, man. What do you think? Yeah, Costa. 
I was gonna say, I say Costa <clears throat> not giving a fuck about what he does and just yeah, pressing him. When you don't give a fuck, that's when you when you get knocked out. Yeah, but uh, listen, Costa took some shots from Romero, who is probably the most hardest hitting middleweight I've Go ever seen. Robert, and then you see what happened to him. Yeah, but Costa is a little, a little bit. Robert is more technical than Costa, but Costa, I think genetics play a lot of factor here. And Costa, I think that guy looks like he's he's just made of fucking uh, concrete and metal. I don't think uh, I don't think that shit's gonna affect his body for a while. He's gonna be fine for a while. I don't think. Uh, yeah. I don't think you could you could break a fucking baseball bat on that guy's fucking head and he wouldn't feel a thing. <laughs> I that's think. a fight. Too I think much, I man. think that's, that's I think that's much. one fighter that Joel Romero could not uh, affect at all. Because that was a clash, was, man. Because that, because that, that yeah, because they look like the each, each other's twins. They look like twins. The way they're built. Yeah. So I don't know. We'll see, but we'll see how how uh, the cage, the cage size. I think it's gonna matter. If they fight in the small cage, it's gonna favor Costa a little bit. If they fight in a bigger cage, a little bit more space, it's not gonna really favor Full anybody. Work and just... uh, moving back, you need a lot of space, and that's a good news. Yeah. Uh, I'm not. It's good for Marab fight against Dotson, right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. But I wish they would uh, put the the, the full-size cage anyways in Vegas, in Apex Center, because uh, I don't want to see anybody at disadvantage. I I already don't like the cage idea. I agree with Rogan on this one. Joe Rogan says all the time that the cage doesn't make any fucking sense, and I agree with him, kind of. I think they should have a little bit more space to fight. Yeah, man. Good breakdown. I think this was the best one, yeah. Romy! We'll be back next yeah. time, and our friend George Adamia will join us. The next fight, it's Shabazian versus yeah. Brunson, right? Yeah. That should Can't be a wait. Good one. Yeah. Be a good one, it's brother. Be. We'll see you next time. Yeah. We out. Take it easy, bro. Fight. Ah. Ah. We're going to let you know what's live and direct.